So on today's show, I have a gentleman who is a painter, a house painter, and he started doing this 43 years ago. And now he's got a book, he's got a course about to launch, and he's a business speaker, and he still paints houses in Ohio in the USA. So you're going to enjoy listening and hearing about Terry Beck. Hello, everybody. This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 192 of the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast. Now, just as a quick reminder that uh, 2022 is coming up, and if you need some sales and presentation help, then do check out previous episodes of this podcast. Or if you go to my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk, you'll find tons of resources to help you with your sales and with your presentation skills. And very soon, I'll have my new book available, 12 Business Lessons from Running an Ultramarathon. So for those of you who don't know about this, I celebrated a landmark birthday earlier this year and decided it would be a great opportunity to run a 44-mile coastal path ultramarathon. So I've taken all the things I learned about running an ultramarathon, which I've never done before, and I've converted those into business lessons, and it's coming out in a book very soon. Now, talking of books, our guest has got a great book called Attract and Keep Customers for Life. So we're going to hear the story of Terry Begg, who's going to share with you some really great insights into his business and how it transformed over a number of years. And he's now about to launch an online course. He's got uh, speaking gigs, all sorts of stuff as well. And he's got two amazingly great top tips for you right at the end of the 20-minute interview. So let's meet Terry. Please enjoy, because I'm sure you're going to really get something from this. So, Terry, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, please? Sure thing. Thank you, Trevor, for having me. This, this is a great time. Uh, my name is Terry Begg. I own a painting business now for it's my 43rd year, and I still love what I do. I started when I was 18 years old, didn't know anything about the business or had any business skills, and was an absolute train wreck. It took me a long time to get it turned around. But uh, once I did, my business started, I started to leverage with employees and, and everything started to change for me. But it was the biggest take, the biggest thing that I changed was I stopped looking at my customers as like a paycheck, so to speak. And I started treating them like my friends. And that's when everything changed for me once I did that. So 43 years, but the first 10 were really rough. if that helps some and 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 i've had so much success in my business i should mention i wrote a book about how to help other people you know entrepreneurs and small business owners grow their businesses wow so terry um i think you well you are you are the first person with a painting business who's been on my podcast so uh, (laughs) that's, that's terrific um and you know all those years ago you know was there a was there a kind of you mentioned about you know the when you stopped thinking about the paycheck and started thinking about the customers, how long into your business was that? Was there a seminal moment when that happened? It, it was. Um, uh, I could even break it down to the exact moment it happened for me. Wow. Um, I'd been uh, hammering it out, just trying to make a living, working really hard, thinking it shouldn't be this hard. But I had that entrepreneurial spirit. I, actually, I couldn't work for anybody. I just, I, I never got fired, but I never stuck around very long either. And finally, I realized it's just, that's just how I am. I, I'm an entrepreneur. And um, even with knowing that, things still didn't turn around for me. But the day everything changed for me, and this might sound a little crazy, Trevor, but I'm just going to say, it, my wife said three little words to me. It changed everything. And they weren't, I love you or get to work. They were, (laughs) they were Terry, I'm pregnant. 
And that was it. That was like a, a lever had a, a switch had just flipped in my brain. And all of a sudden this crappy lifestyle that I was living and pulling my way through was no longer going to be good enough. Now that I knew I had a, I had a family on the way. And by the time my son was born, I had, I had doubled my income and over a period of the next year, doubled it again. Wow. So Terry, what did you do? do you what did I do? All your um, secrets. Well, my big takeaway, like I said, was realizing that the customers are the key to your success. They're not, I thought of them as like an obstacle, you know, it's somebody always won either, either they didn't hire me and they won that battle or they hired me and I won. And looking at it like that was so wrong, but it wasn't until I, I, I researched and I figured it out that, that people just want to understand you. They want to um, build a relationship. They're not, you know, they're not trying to get you to come in at the lowest price you can possibly do a job for. They just want someone that they can trust, someone that understands them. And once I figured that all out, a lot of it on my own, also a lot with um, the books behind me. I read hundreds of books on the topic, and I, and I, I have to admit, I, I, um, I did finally figure out what it, what made the difference. You know, now I close eight out of every ten customers that I give bids for. Actually, it's more like probably closer to ten out of ten because everybody that calls me now is either referred to me or was a past customer. And that's a nice place to be. And that's why I want to help others get to that point. So, so when you realize this, Terry, what did you start to do differently? Um, one of the things that I did is I immediately joined a professional organization. And that all of a sudden, even though I was still raw to the business, all with belonging to a, a place, uh, an organization called NARI, the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. Once I did that, I took on that that experience level as all the other people in there in the eyes of the customer, even though I was still kind of raw and new to things that really helped build my credibility. And, and, and did, you find, did you find yourself, did you suddenly think, Hey, I'm doing some a little bit different here and it's suddenly working. What's, you know, just, mm -hmm. did, could you see I, that happening in front of you? I helped, I, I looked at what I was doing that was different in my business. And I talked to a newspaper about doing a story on me and they agreed to do it. Of course, I had to buy like 13 weeks of ads first, but, <laughs> but when it came out, it was a full page ad. And it was before they would write on their paid advertisement, even though I had paid in a way for it. Um, a, 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 a reporter came out to the job site. We talked for, a, oh my gosh, probably for an hour, but they give me that page along with belonging to Nary and just realizing what my customers are really looking for, which isn't necessarily the, the cheapest price or even the best painter. Uh, again, they're looking for someone they can trust. And once I realized those things, everything started to turn around for me. And um, I kept increasing my business, hiring more people. And, and, I, and I decided at one point I got so big, I didn't like it anymore. So I pulled back and got to the point where we just have a nice little system of, of we only do the kind of jobs we make the best money on. And that's uh, spray, spray painting, aluminum and cedar sided homes. And I got to where I could just fill my schedule with that, with those things. And the more I, I niched my focus, it seems like the more people wanted me to, to work for them. It was a very cool thing. <laughs> so when did, when did you decide to write your book, Terry? Not until about, I've been wanting to for maybe the last 10 years because I, I've been successful in my business for probably the last 30, but it took me until a couple of years ago till I was having arm surgery from a, um, a salt shoulder from too much brushing over my head, a rotator cuff surgery. And I thought, geez, I cannot just sit in one place for, for the three months it's going to take to recover. So finally, this is my opportunity to write my book. I'll do, I'll knock it out in three months. Oh my gosh. A year and a half later, I finally published it. <laughs> 
Yes, I, I know the feeling. It takes a bit longer than you think, doesn't it? Yeah. It sure does. And it's constant work. But I love I love having the book now when I go speak to groups. I don't, you know, they say, well, we can't pay you. You know, a lot of small groups are like that. Chamber of Commerce and even Toastmasters. But but if they know, of course, you let them know you have a book. Um, I just gave a talk last week and, and instantly 13 people came up at and bought, bought my book from me. So that helps a little bit when you don't get paid. And uh, in it, I have a lot of... Um, a lot of like um, breadcrumbs that take them to uh, a course that I've created that's just just come out recently and it's based on the book. So all, all those years ago, Terry, when you started all this, do you, did you imagine that you would be, you know, here you are, you know, as you say, 43 years later and you're doing speaking gigs, you're an author, you've got a course called Unnoticed to Unforgettable as well. I mean, mm. Could you imagine that this is what you would be doing? Not in a million years. And my wife, even more so, because I remember her telling me, she, you know, maybe you shouldn't join Toastmasters because I, I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer. Let's say it like that. I, uh, I barely got through high school. I was intimidated with being around smart people, especially getting on stage and talking to them. And, uh, I, I don't know what it was, but it just, it drew me in. I, I love the excitement of being on, on stage and getting to share something that I know as long as I stay within my, my um, confines of what I feel I have expert knowledge in, I'm fine. That's so. really interesting that Terry, because in, in last week's episode, um, I, I was talking on my show about people who struggle to get over the line and get that first presentation penciled in, you know, that first speaking gig. Mm -hmm. So, what advice would you give people who are listening to this, Terry, about just getting out there and putting yourself forward and saying, right, I'll go and speak to that group and share my story? Well, I went through, I'm glad you asked me that question, Trevor, because it took me a long time. I was in Toastmasters for, I'm still in it's about 12, 13 years now. And I remember when I first started thinking, why am I getting such dry mouth so bad, palm sweaty? I mean, I was terrified. And I finally realized it, it was when I wasn't prepared. And once I started preparing myself for the talk, I knew what I wanted to say. Even You don't even have to have a ton of information if it's not a long talk. If you just have a couple of personal stories you can work in, that took a lot of pressure off for me because I said, oh, I know this story because it's from my life. And then a lesson from that story. And then maybe the next story. And Toastmasters love stories. Corporate speaking, maybe not so much. But, uh, but it, depending on who you're talking to, there, I'm sure there are stories in your life, if you've been successful, that you can share that, that would help others, I think, um, learn something that they didn't know before. And yeah, that's interesting, Terry, because I always say to people, you know, when they're thinking about that, that, you know, don't underestimate how valuable, in, you know, the, the stuff you know will be to your audience. And they tend to think, oh, everybody's going to know all this, but they don't, mm -hmm. do they? It you, you, oh, you're so right. When I finished my book, I said this, I, I started getting depressed at the end. And I said, this isn't valuable. And I even asked uh, the smartest person I know uh, from Toastmasters, a PhD in behavioral science. And I asked her to write the forward to my book. And she said, well, let me read through it first real quick. And she did. She said, Terry, that is the best information I think I've ever read in a book. And I thought, what? She says, simple <laughs> is because simple, it, it is simple, she said, but people don't think that way. Just like what you said, simple is usable. Complicated is just interesting. Yeah, so, absolutely. And uh, so. Uh, what about humor, Terry? Does that, do you think humor is important when you're, when you're doing your presentations and, oh my gosh. and all that stuff? 
Absolutely. I tell people when I started speaking, having success in speech contests and things like that, I started sharing with people. I say, how are you doing this? How are you winning contests? Um, and I said, one thing that really helps is try to find the humor in the stories. If you can look for humor in your own life, self-deprecating humor works great. And when if you find, think something's funny, probably your audience is going to as well. Sometimes you may think you got something and you're shocked when nobody laughs, but people get it and, and, and it, does, it does take the edge off, I believe. When I can get that first laugh, things start to work better for me. Well, you know, Terry, I, I often think, and I think I did an episode on this some time ago, that humor is a very underestimated uh, business well, skill to a degree, but certainly part of the business mix. I think we underestimate it because I always think that humor connects people at all levels. It does. It shows the it shows the human side of you. And uh, like I said, I, I try when I'm making a joke. A lot of times I make it about myself. That's safe, right? <laughs> joke. You're not insulting anybody in the audience. And and but if you can learn to to look at some of the things that happen in your life and, and laugh at yourself and share that, I, people love that. I, I think it makes you real to them. It, it makes you more tr and transparency builds trust. That's a big one in my book. Now, tell us a bit about Unnoticed to Unforgettable, your course, Terry, how long that's been available and where you got that title, where you got the inspiration for the title from and what it's about. Well, that was the, the title. I knew I loved it as soon as I as soon as it hit me, uh, because in my business, I was unnoticed. And once I started making myself to what I thought was more unforgettable, and that's what my customers were telling me, everything changed. So that's what the book, the course is about. It's based on the book and the book is based on what I call four abilities to be successful. And they're, and they're very easy things. They're, they're little, um, little things that we all know and can do. And the, those four abilities are called likability, believability, trustability, and wow ability. And I focus, that's the four parts to my book. I break it down to the simple, just like what we talked about earlier, because simple is usable. And I have eight or nine little things you could do to make yourself more likable. And then it goes on to the next part. And at the end, then I created an entire chapter about collecting testimonials. Other people's words are huge and you could do it no matter what business you're in. So, um, so that, that, that's really where the course came from. And then I, then people started saying, yeah, the course is great for inspiration, but I need more help or, or I'm sorry, the book, I don't mean to say the course. And I started talking to other people and a few people said, maybe you should create a, a simple course where you could just walk people through by hand, show them exactly what you mean and give them information where they can contact you. And I could even help them, which I do through emails and sometimes even on, um, on Zoom. And things is, like that. So and is the course, it's an online course people can, uh, people can acquire Terry. It, it is online. It's just actually, it's just finishing up. It'll be out by the time this airs. We're just, we're just putting it out to the world right now. And so, and I'll be tweaking it a few times, but it's, it's good. I mean, the workbook that comes with it is over a hundred pages. I think it's like 120 pages. And again, there, there are little interactive court things you can do in there, exercises and, and, um, just some ways of looking at things. So you, it, it makes it more understandable. That's great. That's fantastic. So that'll be out soon. Well, um, yes. And I'll, I'll put in the show notes uh, a link to uh, how people can get hold of you, which I'll ask you about in a minute and all that sort of stuff. So now the other, the other thing that uh, I found really interesting, Terry, when, uh, when, you're in, when I read your information is that you haven't advertised your business since 2012. And I love that. Yep. And, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't my intention. And I was advertising. I was, it was always, you know, working for me once I turned things around, but I got to the point where I could not do all the work that people were calling me for. So 
like I said, I, I, at first I thought, well, I'll just grow my business and start a second crew, but I, I, I'm not as, I'm not good at the, those leadership pieces. I, I just, I need to be right there with my guys. So I, I pulled it back and I decided just to do the kind of work that pays the best money and uh, creates the most income. The owners are the happiest. We never have any problems, any callbacks. And once I started doing that, I again, I got so full with business, I could only do maybe 15 or 20 houses a month. And I was getting called. I probably had the had the uh, potential to do 30 or 40. And I decided that, why am I advertising? This is crazy. So I stopped spending money on advertising. And now, and it's built back up again. It's to the point where I could run two crews without any advertising. So I really don't know what my next step is. I want to kind of back off the painting business a little bit and work more on the educational side. That's what the book and the course are all about. And eventually over the next few years, I'd love to be able to just do this full time, help other people grow their businesses and stop doing the painting so much. Fantastic. And have you got some speaking uh, lined up for 2022? Uh, I have a talk I'm, I'm giving oh, in, in a couple weeks at a Christmas party. Um, it, it's an, um, a breakfast thing at a hotel and I'm excited for that. And I have a couple other things that are still in the works right now, but things kind of slow down around the holidays and they'll pick up again in January and February. And, um, and then as they get into the summer, things get crazy for me again. So, but yeah, I always have something coming up, something we get getting ready for. I try to just talk about a few things, but they're all based on my book and for the most part. And again, you know, if, if people are listening to this, Terry, and they're thinking, well, that's all right, you know, that's fine for Terry, but, you know, I'm, I'm just too scared or too, you know, not enough confident to, to go out there and speak to a group, even if it's a small group, what would you say to them? I would say that just break it down in your mind. It is scary at first. I mean, I, I, I still get scared when I get up in front of an audience, but just stay within the realm of what you know. You know, don't get outside of that. Don't try to talk about people. This is something to people that they know more about than you do. Stay within what you're best at. Be prepared. Have notes in front of you. There's nothing wrong with using notes. Those are those are for your audience. They're not for you. And I even say that sometimes to them. I say, you guys, I got notes here. I'll be looking at, but I don't. I want to be sure I give you all this great information. I don't forget anything. Have your notes ready and be prepared. You know, memorize your opening, memorize your closing and the rest of it just fill in with a few stories here and there. And when you when you put it together like that and you and and you have a solid premise, you write at the top of your notes and what I mean by that the premise is what is it you want your audience to do, think or feel because of what you're saying. And when I started doing that and organizing it, things got really easy and I wasn't scared anymore. Although I still am a little scared when I get started. As soon as I get that first laugh, everything though just starts to roll on its own and it will get easy. Like anything you ever did, I want your audience to know probably was hard at first, but I bet it isn't any longer. And think of this as being the same kind of thing. It, it is scary. It is a little bit tough at first, but in a very short time, you'll get good at it if you're not afraid of taking a chance and putting yourself out there. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is I think yeah. a lot of people, you know, I read somewhere that lots of people don't like the idea of speaking because they think that people are going to judge them mm -hmm. and uh, they're going to think, oh, they, yeah, they're a terrible speaker, you know, and that'll be the end of them. You know, and it's just a, it's just something they've really got to get over, isn't it? Get their heads around. I think that's not what people are there not to judge you. They're there to learn from you. And, yeah. and you know, if, if I ever go to an event, there's a speaker. I'm just so keen that they're going to share some ideas with me, a bit like you are doing on this podcast right now, that I can benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, they're they're not looking for you. They don't hoping you're going to fail or, or screw up and, and be start looking at their phone. They, they're pulling for you. They want you to do well and they want to learn from you. 
Think of it that way. <laughs> Great stuff. Now, um, I'm going to ask you for a couple of top tips in a minute, Terry, just to just to leave our listeners with something that they can go and, and take away and, and make happen and that sort of thing. But um, just tell us uh, a little bit about, um, you know, if people want to know about your book or they want to know a little bit more about you, where can they find all that out? Uh, my book is on Amazon. And if, you, if they go to Amazon and just put in the search box, my name, Terry Bag, or, or the title of my book, Attract and Keep Customers for Life, either one of those, it'll, it'll take them right to my sales page. And the online version, the Kindle version of my book, I believe is $3.99, something like, I think. And, and the hardcover, I think is $16.97, something like that. And they can find it on Amazon. The best way to find, you can find my book or the course is if you go to my website, which is just my name again, terrybeg.com. And my name is spelled uh, with two, R, two R's and a Y, T-E-R-R-Y-B-E-G-U-E. Okay. Well, I'll put, I'll, put, I'll put those links in the show notes for our, for right. our listeners, Terry. So, yeah, you can, so if uh, just, just to round things off, have you got a you know, a couple of tips for people who are listening to your story and, and you know, and thinking, right, come on, I'm, I'm inspired by Terry. I want to get out there and make things happen. What would you say they should get on and do straight away? Hmm, boy, um, I should be more prepared with this and have this ready. But no, I'd, I'd rather go by the seat of my pants. It's easier. Um, <laughs> the thing the thing that helped me the most, both I know if you're in business, trying to grow business or just want more to be comfortable as a speaker is the one thing that really matters is believe in yourself. And, and that made a huge difference for me, even though I was insecure because I barely got through high school. I lasted four weeks in college and I speak in front of college educated people, but I believe in myself. I know I have a message that's worth sharing. I maybe not be intellectually smart. I don't, I don't know whether I am or not, but I kind of written that off. I don't even try to be, I just try to share what's worked for me. I'm, I'm, I've had a ton of success in my business, and I just try to tell people it, it all started with a belief in myself, knowing that I'm worth this. I, I know I can do this with my wife, with my family, uh, support them in the way I, where I can live my dreams. And it all started with a strong belief in who I was. Every great leader has one thing in common, and that's a strong self-belief system that they have worked in. So believe in yourself strongly. Uh, one other thing would be Oh my gosh, build trust. Trust is, is, is my book. Everything works towards that. That's the golden ticket. You know, when people trust you, they'll hire you to just give speeches to their customers. They'll buy whatever you're selling, whatever your business is. If, if you can build trust with them and that's doing little things over and over consistently it is what creates trust. And I go into much more detail of that in my book and even more so in my course. That's great, Terry, because we, you know, I, I often hear the phrase and I've used it probably on this podcast, you know, no like and trust. But increasingly, you know, I, I'm, you know, people tell me uh, knowing is great, liking is fine, but trust is the fundamental one. It's everything. It really is. Without trust, you have nothing in business or in, in anything you do, in my mind. You know, if you can't be trusted and I know you, we talked about, they're not judging you, but sometimes a lot of times in business, people are judging whether they're, you're worth taking a chance on if it's a service business or if your product's worth buying. And again, that trust, that trust um, is everything. That's the bottom line. That's the difference maker. Great stuff. Well, Terry, I wish you every success with the, the continued involvement from painting to education and sharing all your great stuff. And I don't know about you, Terry, but I always find that there's, there's a great sense of satisfaction in sharing. It's why I do this podcast, really, because, you know, people don't pay to listen to this podcast. But it's, 
it feels good to be able to share, you know, information on the podcast and be able to share people like yourself sharing your ideas as well. It does. I mean, selling books is great, but honestly, that's not why I do this. I, I I enjoy sharing what I learned. It took me a lifetime to figure some of these things out. Like I said, it, I'm slow about some stuff, but other people I, I think can definitely benefit from what I've learned and gone through. And and those those people listening who are thinking about writing that book, would you say to them, "Come on, get on and do it"? I, you know, you did it. Don't wait. Don't wait for a three month layoff for an injury. Just go and do it. <laughs> yeah, what I want to say is, if I can do it, I'm telling you, I don't know who you are out there, but you can do it. Just have a write down, create an outline, basically about what the book's about, and just break it down into little pieces, and then break those down into more, and those become your chapters and your idea points for each chapter. Once you lay it all out in like what's called mind mapping. It gets very easy at that point. Then you're just filling in after that. So, and I can talk to anybody about that that wants to reach out to me at terrybeg.com. I'd be happy to help them um, put together a, a foundation for starting a book. Great stuff. Well, Terry, thank it's been you. an absolute pleasure having you on the show. So thank you very much for wanting to come on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, the best of luck with everything you do going forward. Thank you so much. And, and I'm so grateful for you having me here. Thank you so much, Trevor. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Terry. Uh-huh. All righty. Bye-bye. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That was Terry Begg. And I've put Terry's contact details in the show notes and how to get hold of him and how to find his book and also to his website where he will be uh, mentioning and promoting his course, Unnoticed Unforgettable. And I really love those two top tips he gave out at the end as well. Believe in yourself and build trust. Okay, they are so important in business, aren't they? And sometimes I think we forget about them when we try to do we try to be complicated, don't we? We try to overthink things in business sometimes. But you have to have that belief in yourself, don't you? Because, you know, if, if you don't believe in yourself and your ability, then, you know, that's eventually that will rub off on your customers as well. So think about it. You know, you are the expert in your field. But, you know, as Terry pointed out, you've got to keep learning all those books he devoured so that he could learn how to do his business better and learn how to become a speaker and an author and now a course creator as well. So there we go. All the notes, uh, oh, sorry, the show notes will contain all the links to Terry and everything you want to know about him. And don't forget, if you need help with a key presentation or you just need some re-energizing of your sales effort, either as an individual or as a company for 2022, then now is the time to make contact. If you go on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk, you can book in with me a 15-minute no-obligation call and we'll just have a chat through and see whether... I can be of help to you. And more importantly, this will be on Zoom, we can get a feel whether we like to think that we can work with each other as well. So to take Terry's thing forward, I always like to do that because you have to believe that you can work with me and I have to believe that I can work with you. Because if that happens, then, hey, we're going to be flying around. But if, if I don't like the idea of working with you, and you don't like the, or you don't like the idea of working with me, then, hey, that's going to be a struggle, isn't it? So the 15-minute, 20-minute Zoom call gets enables us to do all that so let's let's make that happen if you want some help with your presentations or your sales in 2022 anyway in the meantime um, we're going to be moving now into december that'll be the next podcast so we're coming up towards the end of the year got a couple more guests for you and then a roundup of the year to finish off uh, this year's episodes for the better presentations more sales podcast so thanks for listening don't forget please do leave a review that would be absolutely fantastic and if you share the podcast or if you see me on linkedin just add a comment to something you might see that i place on linkedin that would be great as well all right thanks for listening see you next time